Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, RPA is proud to present Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. This is Jason Witter, author, illustrator of Tiniest Vampire and Monsters Eating Ice Cream, and you are listening to Aaron's Horror Show. listening to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. We get to read fiction on the show and talk about some movies, books, you name it. If you like what I do here, please consider supporting the show at patreon.com forward slash Aaron Frail. You'll get some books and other cool stuff for your support. Go ahead and also reach out to me at Aaron's Horror Show at gmail.com, Aaron Horror Show on Twitter, or Aaron's Horror Show on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. Okay, uh, so in uh, preparation, or not preparation, preparation would be like I'm prepping for something, but I'm not really in celebration. That's a better word. Uh, <laughs> I sometimes do that, actually, where I, I you know, usually what, what I'll do is I'll start re-recording and, and, and edit that out. You know, what I'll, I'll just stop the recording and be like, why did I say in preparation? No, no, it's in celebration. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I do do that where I, I say the wrong words occasionally. And I also write the ro- wrong words a lot uh, when I'm writing, and so... Like, literally, I go back and I read what I wrote, and I'm like, what was I even trying to say there? Like, I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, that's why writing's a good art form for me, because, you know, you could edit it and edit it again and edit it again, and eventually all those little mistakes just get taken out of the mix, <laughs> you know? Uh, so it sounds way cooler uh, <laughs> after going through the edits. Uh, but anyways, in celebration... Of Time Burrito being free. I kind of want to talk about some of my influences today as far as comedy movies are concerned, since I talk a, a lot about comedy movies, uh, or uh, movies generally speaking, on this podcast. I want to go through some of my my favorite uh, comedies of all time. And, and uh, you know, there's like a holy trinity for me 
and this this is all you know from me growing up as a kid so the holy trinity was the holy grail the airplane movies and then mel brooks <laughs> just any mel brooks <laughs> oh i mean not any mel brooks there are some mel brooks movies that are kind of duds uh <laughs> But there's a lot of like like don't get me wrong, Mel Brooks is a genius. A lot of a lot of good 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 Mel Brooks movies. But let let's start with the airplane movies. I really loved the airplane movies as a kid because they were ridiculous. Like like you know, like for example and and I, I'm gonna convolute which was from Airplane One and which was from Airplane Two. Uh so if you don't see the scene I'm talking about and you see it's probably in Airplane Two or or if you do see it it's in airplane one but like like for example they had some such great scenes in there like like for example there was a you know the the little tsa checkpoint where people are you know checked for weapons before they come on the plane and and uh there's all these people with like bazookas and machine guns and stuff like walking through and like none of them set off any buzzer and then this old lady walks through and it sets off the buzzer and they like pin her down and start frisking her like like that's that's just so brilliant like like i love absurdist comedy where you take you know so i i had a comedy writing uh teacher that i took classes from and this was of course uh back in college uh and uh i got very lucky in college i went to the university of new mexico and i i was in the theater department there and there was a teacher in the theater department who was this kind of retired Hollywood superstar writer who who was just, you know, he obviously had his career in Hollywood and decided to just go teach. And at the time that I was taking classes, he was one of the teachers. And so he was so inspiring. He was he was amazing. His name was Digby Wolf, and he was one of the co-creators of the show Laughing. You know, I normally don't name drop, but th this Digby Wolf had such a huge impact in my life. Like, like, and, and, and anyone who went to the University of New Mexico will say the same thing. <laughs> you know, like anyone, you know, anyone that, you know, did mention Digby Wolf to anyone who went to UNM <laughs> around the same time I did, uh, they'll, they'll say the same thing about him. I mean, he was, he was an amazing person, but to give you kind of his, you know, highlights of his resume he like created the show laughing wrote for the carol Burnett show uh i don't know did <laughs> did a lot of stuff and and he had this uh comedy writing class uh you know uh for college credit <laughs> keep in mind i was a theater major uh <laughs> and and i took that class like there was comedy writing one comedy writing two and then I found a way to kind of take that class, like, I believe... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill nine times 
all for credit. Not no, no, eighteen credit. I know. I forgot what it was. I took each class like three times, all for credit. <laughs> like they all went towards my degree because <laughs> at the time the theater degrees were sort of pick and choose, and they didn't really have a writing track. Right? They had like a technical theater track and an acting track. And then for writers, you could either take like a playwriting class or Digby's comedy writing classes. And so Digby, bless his heart, helped me, (laughs) you know, figure it out. Like, like I took the class for the first time for credit and then I took it as independent studies the the next time. And, 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 you know, I was there so much that he even started including me in sort of the, the writing teams on things. Like we, we did a, uh, a radio show called uh, Big Eye Comedy Construction Project and another one called Green Chili Stew that were, you know, sketches that people wrote and, and then performed on the uh, KUNM, the, <laughs> the college radio station. But it was performed by a live group of actors and they did all the special effects and stuff like that. And it, it was fun, you know, and I was sort of one of the, I guess, the story editors because, like, like literally we collected sketches then he got a few students together and and had us sort of rewrite the sketches that weren't that funny (laughs) like yeah uh uh so yeah that was what we did and 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 so anyways it ended up they were pretty funny shows like i you know i had a good time uh but that that's kind of what ignited my thing for comedy uh, you know, and, and then another big comedy moment in my life was Monty Python and the Holy Grail. That movie, like, like changed my life. Like, I didn't even realize how amazing a comedy could be until I saw that movie. Like, like it must have been on PBS. I know PBS had played a lot of Monty Python back in the day, but I was young and, uh, I was just sitting there, you know, you do that channel surfing thing where you, like, figure out, like, what you want to watch. And there's the scene of, you know, King Arthur, (laughs) like, going around and and his, you know, squire has, like, a pair of coconuts clopping together to make the the hoof sounds. And they, they pretend that they're on a horse and they're not. And I was just like, what is this? And then it ended up being, like, one of the funniest movies of all time for me. And I was just, like, I could not believe, like, such a movie existed. Like, I was I was just amazed at how amazing that movie was. And, and uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, like, like, you know, Monty Python was, like, the go-to stuff for me in high school. Like, I was in this uh, computer science uh, class, uh, and <laughs> they made the mistake of giving a bunch of you know, teenagers, internet access, and the day when the internet was fairly unfiltered, uh, (laughs) but we also, my friends were, and I were, I don't know, we, (laughs) computer programming was pretty easy for us, so we'd finish pretty early in the class, and so we'd sit there and read Monty Python scripts (laughs) in class, uh, instead of doing, you know, like, the teacher really did not like me, because, like, like, I don't know, you computer programmers out there, uh, you know that in a computer program you have a variable, right? Uh, so who, so computer programmers that are not out there, you have these variables that you, you know, name something. So when the program does something, it, it 
it can say, oh, that's the variable that I'm doing right now. So, like, for example, we had to do a program that calculated the Fibonacci sequence. And, uh, you know, my variable for the Fibonacci sequence was named Bob. And, and I, you know, it's always because of that absurdist humor streak. And my computer science teacher said, you know, Bob's a very terrible name for a variable because if you, if you look at it later, uh, you'll find out that... Uh, uh, you won't know what the program's about, right? Or if someone else, like, looks at it, they they, they really won't know what Bob means, whereas, uh, you know, Fib or Fibonacci would be a better name because then they'll know, oh, this that that right there is where it's calculating the Fibonacci sequence, which, you know, is from a teaching, from a pedagogical view, from a teacher standpoint, very good advice, right? If, you know, for computer programmers, but, but for, you know, a teenage kid <laughs> it really bothered me so i like like his advice was basically like 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 why uh like like why is it named bob and so i i wrote a story in the program about bob calculating the fibonacci sequence <laughs> so i wrote an entire story to name my variable bob like you know cuz i couldn't have variables if they <laughs> they didn't make sense and so I, I named a variable bob and then i did every program like that after that every program had a story of why the variable why there was some variable in in the program named bob uh <laughs> but you know it's cuz i was a a smart alecky kid uh <laughs> in a class, you know, you know, when in class where you, you get bored and <laughs> you start reading Monty Python scripts when you're bored. Um, so yeah, uh, Mel Brooks. So I, I covered airplane, uh, covered Monty Python, uh, Mel Brooks, man. Like, so, you know, I, I married someone in, 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 in good company because one of her favorite movies is Robin Hood men in tights. And, and so we often will just quote <laughs> that movie. Uh, and it's funny because, like, I felt growing up kind of as a, as a teenager and stuff like that, that this obsession with absurdist comedy like Monty Python and Mel Brooks and all that was like, like, no one understood me. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I felt like I did not have a, a group uh, because of it. Uh, because most people were like, well, that's dumb, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I do get that on my books. Like I get, you know, someone that looks at a book like Time Burrito and says, well, that's dumb. <laughs> and it's because that comedy is not for everyone. I totally get it. You know, I totally understand that not everyone is into a uh, silly comedy, but man, there's something about that, that just tugs at my heartstring. I just love, uh, sort of ridiculous incongruous uh stuff you know there's something about that that has always spoken to me very deeply very deep in the soul i don't know what it is but you know it like like seriously if it like the first time i watched monty python the holy grail i was like oh you know <laughs> like had like a a religious event like that it was such an amazing thing it's like, like, if there's one movie that I could, I wish, you know, I could go back and rewatch again as if it was the first time, it'd be that movie. That'd be the one. Because <laughs> uh, that, that, for some reason, just did it for me. 
uh, you know, and, and Mel Brooks is the same way. Like, like I love uh, Spaceballs. I think that's probably the one of of all Mel Brooks movies is Spaceballs, and and it's only because it's the Star Wars reference. That's <laughs> that's that's really what it is. I grew up on Star Wars, uh, so that you know, so there there you go. Uh, but anyways, so yeah, that is uh uh. uh you know, a little bit about some comedy influences, uh, in my life. Hopefully this, you know, uh, would tell you a little bit more about me as a writer. So yeah, if you, if you like any of the stuff I'm talking about, download Time Burrito. You will, you will not go wrong. And actually like the first Time Burrito book, it's, I like it. It's a fun book, but man, the, next three books are so much better. Like, like, <laughs> like, I don't know what it is, at least for me as an author, like, like, book one is like, yeah, it's pretty, but book two and book three and book four, like, oh my god, so much better of books. And book three especially, because, like, book three is like, I just hit that freaking absurdist comedy thing on the head. Uh, book three, they go into, like, a dystopian future where the only thing of our world that survives is stuff about people named Dave or David. And so there's these world religions that argue and fight holy wars over whether or not the creator is named Dave or David. (laughs) And so, you know, there's like a bunch of jokes in there, like the hymns and gospel of the Lee Roth. Get it? David Lee Roth hymns and gospel that's what it would be like a thousand years in the future (laughs) that's for all david's (laughs) uh you know uh yeah so anyways (laughs) that uh, weirdly was the most research booked i ever had like like i had to do a lot of research because you know I, i know a lot about famous people named dave or david but I didn't know enough to write an entire book, <laughs> especially to make these pop culture jokes. <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's called the Boy King of Carradine. Get it? Dave Carradine? David Carradine? I forget his name. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yes, there's there. Literally everything is funny and weird about that book. Uh, you might hate that book. That's it's funny too because I got a review on that book where somebody was like. I liked all the others, but not this one. <laughs> and it's the weirdest one. <laughs> so I, I, I totally understand that, you know. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, for sure. So yeah, go check out Time Burrito. If you like it, please support me. Go ahead and, and get the others or just tell your friends. Go check out Time Burrito. Free book, Time Burrito. Go for it. Grab it. Awesome. All right. Thank you for listening. Have a good night. And... If anyone asks you the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow, the answer is African or European. Well, I don't know that. Ah! All right. Good night. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards.
cards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.